This is the Red on Red podcast on redfm.ie. This week on the podcast, we're talking with singer-songwriter and spoken word artist Cara Kirsch. Hello. Let go of the string and watch another balloon get so high so soon. People might see it from miles away and it might brighten their day. Maybe it'll burst on the beak of a crow, get wrapped around its face and kill the thing slowly. You just never know.
Plant Plague with Balloons and Brian Dillon, a.k.a. Rome, with Health. This is Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast, dropping every Wednesday via redfm.ie, as well as iTunes, Google Podcasts, and other podcasting platforms. My name is Mike McGrath, Brian, and for the next hour or so, we're going to be chatting in studio with singer-songwriter, poet, and sling-slang spoken word night coordinator, Cara Kirsch. Cara, how are you? Hello, great. How are you? You're just off of a really busy couple of weeks that have culminated Mm -hmm. in the release of your EP, Crown Shyness, Mm -hmm. which was launched only last night at the Roundy, which is a beautiful location. Gorgeous, yeah. The, like, you did such a wonderful job on decorating the venue, Mm. which, I mean, kind of casting it in a different light that it's ever been in. Yeah. uh, And also involving people from the spoken word scene, support from Rosie before performing your EP in its entirety. How are you Mm -hmm. feeling afterwards? Great, yeah, very good. Yeah, it was a great night, so I'm delighted. Like there was a who's who really of people kind of working on the gig and being involved. Like Cormac mm. was running sound. Yeah. Um, you had people like uh, Lara Curran uh, and other contributors to the booklet that came with mm-hmm. your CD uh, reciting poetry. Mm-hmm. And again, Rosie Lanner supporting. Kind of what was it like to be surrounded by the familiar faces that you'd spent the last couple of years kind of grafting away with mm. on such a night for yourself? Yeah, it was brilliant. Like um, Rosie and uh, Lara, they brought loads of kind of throws and candles and like lots of people who were who wrote in the booklet were there. So it was really nice just to have everyone there and co-create the night together. So yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah. And how do you feel now that the EP is kind of a finished product? Because you've been working on it for ages. Mm, yeah, really relieved. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to just kind of launching it now and getting it out there and stuff. So yeah, it's been great. We'll talk a little bit further about the creative process behind the EP a little bit later on. But first, let's provide a little bit of context uh, to some of your music. You're an adopted Corkonian, mm-hmm. uh, hailing originally from Galway, where the majority of your musical and spoken word chops were developed. Mm. Maybe for those of us not familiar with your work, kind of take us into how you got into writing songs, what kind of informed your songwriting mm. approach and how it all came together. Yeah, well, um, I would would have written poetry first when I was younger. Um, so when I was feeling shite, <laughs> I'd, um, I'd just kind of write kind of reams and reams of poems just to kind of get it out there, whatever, get it on paper. And uh, it kind of went from there when I was like 17 maybe I started making songs and it's kind of after I just learned a tiny bit of guitar so I kind of just did four chords over and over and then just kind of started singing over it um so it was kind of a natural progression it's kind of I needed it you know needed to do it (laughs) and Galway of course obviously is a fantastic city in terms of enabling people to perform tremendous community support there kind of what was your introduction I suppose into a functioning music community and kind of your introduction to how gigging etiquette and communities work in music? Mm. Um, well, I went to this open mic in Kinvara when I was 15 and uh, it was just so supportive and even like I'd go up and I'd kind of forget a lot of the words and have to run off but everyone was just so supportive that I just kept going back and uh, I'd say it's definitely because of that that I do it now so it's just open mics like uh, the, the Road Sheen Dove as well have an amazing open mic so it was just doing those and kind of getting into that sort of community with so much support behind me that I was able to kind of get the confidence to do it. A lot of your songwriting uh, kind of derives from your time spent in Galway and the theme that you've had for the new EP that kind of ties everything together for your first musical body of work is a sense of place and of nature. Mm. Obviously, you know, it's it's a it's a common trope to say that the West Coast of Ireland has some beautiful scenery, but mm. I suppose the surrounds around you, did they have any kind of effect on how you kind of, you know, utilised imagery in lyricism, etc. Kind of what brought that mm. to the fore? Um, I don't really know. I suppose, uh, I think I, I became obsessed with like changes in nature and kind of being able to, or having that as reflection of like changes in yourself and kind of seeing, knowing, like knowing like the, the cycle of a tree, the fact that like it sheds its leaves and then it grows again kind of thing is like a thing that kind of stuck in my head. But yeah, I live in a really beautiful place, so maybe it could possibly have contributed to it. Obviously, for a lot of the guests that we've had on the show, etc., they'd have been informed by, you know, lots of urban landscapes and mm. been, been kind of informed by sorry, the support infrastructure that kind of exists for them uh, in Limerick and Cork City mm. Music as well, etc. Mm. Um it's kind of growing up in a countryside village um, where there's not so much in the way of maybe culture or mm. where there's not so much in the way of support for artists. Kind of how did you develop your kind of routine and your kind of your own um, 
creative process, not just for music, obviously, but for poetry yeah. and kind of what did you have to kind of, you know, bounce your music against and what yeah. kind of, you know, who was there around you maybe to kind of help mm. uh, develop that? Um, there wasn't really that many people. I, I think I just, I really did it um, as a way of kind of therapy, I suppose. So it just kind of, if I was going through a tough time, I'd just go into my room and start kind of messing around with the guitar or whatever. So it wasn't, there wasn't, well, except for the open mic and everything, but other than that, I wouldn't have had people who were playing music with me or anything. Mm. Fast forward to maybe three years ago and you find yourself moving to Cork. Um, at the time, you know, the city is emerging slowly from a recession and there's a number of venues around the place that are all mm. kind of providing a community outlet and spaces for artists and musicians in Cork City. And you find yourself working with the Cork Community Print Shop. Mm-hmm. Kind of take us through moving to mm. Cork City, kind of what brought you here and mm. kind of settling in and finding other music heads to hang mm. out with. Um, well, I was uh, Galway sort of not necessarily dried out, but there was sort of um, it's Galway's great crack, so you kind of do a lot of drinking. So yeah. <laughs> I just kind of wanted to like have a new leaf or whatever. So as, pretty much as soon as I moved over, um, Shiv Siobhan um, Brosnan got on to me and Cormac about putting on uh, an acoustic evening in uh, the print shop. Yeah. So we put on um, Second Sundays. Um, and we'd never put on kind of events before or anything so we both kind of just asked a few people to perform at it and uh, it, it kind of turned out that they had they had sort of like anti-government undertones so it just kind of became this like thing that we had kind of created without even kind of realising you know <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah it was just a really lovely space and it was every second Sunday obviously um, and it was like BYOB and we'd usually like make cookies or whatever and it was just lovely housing musicians and kind of every afternoon was different so it was lovely it was a start for yourself in terms of organising events but yeah. it was also a start for Cormac Daly yeah. uh, head of Cosmonaut Music etc who we've had on the show before mm. who's gone on to be a force of nature really in Cork music kind of outline what it was like kind of working with him at the outset of his kind of grand scheme of things mm. and you know how you knew each other to begin with yeah well um, we have so many mutual friends that it's kind of you know when you meet like someone who shares that many common friends you're almost immediately their friend yeah um, so we just met through Shiv and then uh, yeah it was great crack like putting on the gigs then he started putting on so far gigs and uh, myself and Lara and helped out with him and uh, yeah we just um, he was kind of always the the main person who is really going for it and, and who really really loves it um, but yeah, it was just really good fun. Like we, we loved doing it and loved the gigs that we put on. So it was great. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about what came next after the closure of the community print shop for you. But first, um, we'll go back to some tunes. You've chosen a playlist for us this week. Mm-hmm. And earlier on, we heard from Sam Plague and Rome. But now we've got Elaine Malone mm-hmm. with Mindless taken from her new Land EP. Yeah, Elaine's unreal. So, um, and her songs are beautiful as well. Like I, I kind of, I heard her maybe about a year ago or something like that. Um, I was at her EP launch as well, which is absolutely stunning. Um, in the Friary, I think it was last year. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just gorgeous. It's a gorgeous EP. It's interesting that we have a tune here from a lad called Chewing, uh, a remix of a tune of yours from your new EP, I yeah. Just Fly. Um, kind of maybe take us into what it was like to work with Chewing on this remix and kind of how it is to hear your voice in a different mm. context. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Like, um, just kind of, I love hearing my voice kind of chopped up and used in a different way, sort of like almost as an instrument. Um, I don't know, you know, Cayman Walsh, he's, uh, he's a guitarist from the Hip Neck Blues Collective. Um, but yeah, it was brilliant. Um, so yeah, it's just cool to see what, what someone can do with, with your song and... Um, yeah, I was kind of there when he was chopping it up, so it was cool to see the process. We'll go straight into it. So, this is Elaine Malone with Mindless here on Red on Red. Thank you. 
Chewing with the Chewed remix of Cara Kirsch's I Just Fly here on Red on Red. Still joined in studio by Cara herself off the back of her launch of her EP last night at the Roundy. And just before the jump, we were talking about maybe getting settled in Cork and talking about getting started in the Cork Community Print Shop. Mm -hmm. But after it closes, owing to different external factors, you kind of land on your feet and start running shows and doing other odds and ends at the Friary. Uh, the the micro venue you could call most I I always call it like the biggest <laughs> little room venue. it is I mean you always refer to it as like it, it's, it's I I love my 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 cliches when describing venues yeah, on yeah. the on the Nile and Nine Cork gig guide and I always made a point of calling Friary the Friary the biggest little venue yeah yeah in Cork City it's lovely yeah it is it's perfect it's a very intimate space maybe talk us through how you got involved there and. Mm-hmm in the absence of an official job title just yeah, kind of yeah. um, how you managed <laughs> to bring yeah just how you managed to bring kind of music upstairs in the place yeah um, 
Well, yeah, I, I went in one night for a, a ska night and I think I just told Mike that upstairs was like a gorgeous little venue and then he told me to come in that Monday and then just kind of put me to work for kind of booking gigs and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, it's just so, so nice with like the stone wall and it's so small and kind of the with the wooden floors and uh, um, I put on this Friary Cork Festival so I had a few like um, Cork artists and uh, then I went on to do Sling Slang then, um, which is uh, the spoken word night. Um, and it, it's just really, it's really, really nice to have something kind of, as I said, like intimate and kind of cosy. Um, and it's just really warm there. Like it, it's So yeah, yeah, I, I really enjoyed doing that. The place is a regular custom. It's got its regular bits and pieces. And Mike Darcy, you know, has put in the effort over the last couple of years to include Cork DJs. And yourself and other bookers that have been involved mm-hmm. there have made it uh, something of a go-to for local music. But your main innovation in there, and the Friary Cork Festival happened twice under your watch, I believe. Yeah, and it was a yeah. it was a huge undertaking for what I could see in yeah, that it kind yeah. of went over the course of a few days. Yeah. But uh, the big thing that you kind of led in there with um, was the open mic sessions that happened mm-hmm. on Sunday. Obviously, yeah. open mics are important to yourself as mm-hmm. a singer-songwriter yeah. and as a Very poet, etc. Yeah. But kind of moving from uh, a beneficiary of open mics to mm-hmm. a curator, mm-hmm. kind of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe take us a little bit into the running of it and kind of how much or how little were you prepared for mm-hmm. something that could come your way of an evening? Yeah. Um, I think it kind of runs itself so that's what I sort of wanted from it um, just to set up a sort of space where people could express themselves in whatever way they wanted um, I think the only thing was just kind of like putting a time limit on people but other than that it's just letting people come and do whatever they want so it was just really lovely to kind of make a platform and see people um, blossom and you know really get into it and start coming back like there's a guy who hadn't um wrapped in like a good few years and now he comes back every week and he's always rapping and you know getting into it so it's it's just really lovely to see people kind of blooming into the artists that they kind of you know they get a fire under their their arse <laughs> that's the most that any of us I think could want from creating a platform yeah, for people to be totally. seen from and yeah for sure you know falling off in the open mic then you start putting together a spoken word night firstly mm-hmm. in the friary uh, called Sling Slang and obviously we understand that, you're, that it's going on hiatus momentarily mm-hmm. yeah. while you accommodate the EP and other commitments. Maybe take us a little bit into the idea of putting together a collaborative spoken word night mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, your attachment to the spoken word scene mm. in Cork City. Um, well, I, I just wanted to put on a night, kind of a word appreciation night sort of in all its forms. So, uh, like, I absolutely love rap and I really love hearing rap kind of without the music just to hear to really get into the lyrics um, so that was kind of one of the things one of the reasons that I wanted to put it on um, and just kind of it, kind of have it people curate it themselves as well so every month there would be a new uh, host so they every night would be completely different have different styles of spoken word or poetry or uh, storytelling so it was just really cool to see how different each night was and how people really kind of um, made it their own as well and and like I have um, there was a communal poem as well so everyone's involved in it and by the end of the night everyone really feels like they're part of something so it was really it was always really really special so I think I'm just kind of wait until I really want to get back into it again because it's I don't want to do it half arsed In the midst of all this and getting set up with something in the Friary you are working away on your debut EP mm-hmm. and you know, I've known you, I think, for about two, three years now, mm-hmm. and it's always been something that you've been working yeah. away on. Was there any kind of fine-tuning or any kind of last bits and pieces you were doing while gigging around Cork City mm-hmm. or kind of being involved in the Friary? Not really. I think in my head I wanted to have sort of uh, an EP that had a kind of a, a narrative or whatever. So I, I I don't think... I kind of just wanted to have a few songs that shared common themes, which I don't think I had. So once I felt like I had the songs that I wanted to put on it um, which I was I suppose working on during that time um, then I was then I really wanted to put everything into it then When we come back we'll talk a little bit more about the process of choosing tunes and just putting an EP together but first we'll head back to some more tunes Coming up you've got uh, the bold Kelly Doherty Gadget and the Cloud with Planet Um, Kelly has of course played a lot of gigs at the Friary and the two of you have crossed paths on more than one occasion Mm -hmm. and you've got a new tune Planet she she was uh, was released via Sesh FM and she was um, raising money for 
um, Palestine. So yeah, it's re- and it's a it's a gorgeous song as well. That's the co- the solidarity compilation. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. Yeah. Available now. You have Sugar Slug with mm-hmm. Flack. Um, first I've heard of him. Maybe yeah. uh, bring us into it. Um, so he's from Wexford. Uh, he's a boyfriend, <laughs> and so he hasn't released anything in ages. So he, he hasn't released this yet either. But. Um, it's in the pipeline. He's uh, they're releasing it via the the process label. It's a Cork kind of underground label. Um, does kind of uh, electronic um, sort of experimental sort of esque things. Um, so yeah, it's kind of sneak peek, I suppose. <laughs> we'll head straight into it. So you've given us a scoop with the new Sugar Slug single. But first, this is Gadget in the Cloud with Planet here on Red on Red.
Sugar Slug with Flack here on Red on Red, still joined in studio by singer-songwriter Cara Kirsch. And Cara, before we went to the jump, you were talking a little bit about the process of Mm -hmm. choosing tunes for your debut EP. The EP released last night from Night of Recording, as mentioned, and is available now on CD from, first of all, where we're... Actually, let's start the whole segment again there, sorry. Um... Before we went to some music, we were talking about the process of choosing tunes Mm -hmm. for your debut EP. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of how many songs were kind of in consideration for the EP and kind of what was the selection process Mm. like? There was, I suppose, a few others that I I was thinking about putting on, but I kind of wanted to keep it natural. Or So the first song is like, there's To the Sea and then Beatties and Amongst Wilting Reeds. So yeah, they all kind of have just share a common theme of um, nature. And I I also have a spoken word piece in there. And then myself and my friend, uh, Rosie Lawler, who's another amazing singer-songwriter, she, um, her, herself and myself have a cover of The Falcon. So yeah, it just, it just made sense. Tell us a little bit about the recording and production of the EP because you'd worked with Sam who you mm-hmm. opened the show with yeah. and he's been doing a lot of cool stuff recently in, yeah. a, in, in an arrangement and production capacity yeah. as well. Maybe nice. take us through the process of taking him the songs and kind of working together on a finished product. Um, yeah, so he was, he was up for it and kind of said that he'd do it. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it was amazing working with him. Like he's he's unreal. He's just an amazing musician. So he really knows. He really knew what I wanted to have as what the sound. And we were kind of fiddling away with different mics and uh, kind of using the room in different ways. And um, kind of at the end of the day, um, I just got really really happy with the way it sounds. Um, and he did little ornamentations as well afterwards. So I'm just really delighted. Like he was definitely the perfect per- person for it. Was this his sure. home studio now, or it was? Yeah. So at his house, yeah. Then regarding post-production, was it all from start to finish with Sam Clegg? Was there anybody else kind of any he, any external hands involved with mastering and so on? And so yeah, on? yeah, I, I got it mastered. Um, Pete Maher mastering, um, so I just sent it off. The idea behind having a concept that would kind of underlie mm-hmm. the entire EP was buttressed by the inclusion of a booklet as a separate piece to accompany the Crown Shyness Mm -hmm. CD. Maybe take us through the process of Mm. working with that, compiling poetry Mm. from friends and peers, um, as well as working with Niall Hearn Mm -hmm. um, of the Garden Collective Mm -hmm. on layout and production. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I I just kind of had this idea where I, I wanted to kind of gather poems maybe from my friends and family in kind of response to the themes in the the songs, um, so just to kind of have it as a collaborative thing and have have them involved as well, and it was just nice to see people's reaction to it, and it kind of inspired a few people who don't really usually write poems to write poems, like my mom and my dad and um, my friend Kira. Um, so it was lovely just seeing the the products and um, being able to include them in in what's like very important to me. So the finished product encompasses an EP an anthology of poetry and also the individual art with Niall Hearn. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. Niall come up with the art as a reaction to each piece that you were showing him or was it a matter of uh, just working with him on ideas that he had for your for your tunes? Yeah, well, I threw loads of ideas at him just kind of, uh, just to take whatever he wanted from it. But he kind of managed to incorporate everything I sort of threw at him, which was unreal. And uh, each poem has a different sort of his artistic reaction to it. Um, and it's just really beautiful like he did an amazing job so it's unreal Now he's a very talented dude and you've worked worked with him in the past having the Garden Collective up at the Friary and you know we mention collectives all the time when we discuss Cork music kind of having seen the Garden Collective in action Mm. in front of you with the Friary what do you make of the move to collectives in Cork City Music? Um, Yeah it was a brilliant idea like just to have a platform for so many different types of things like um, it would include art and music and animation and um, just anything that kind of or people were selling their like jewellery there and uh, it was just lovely to kind of have 
that set up for people to be able to have you know do their thing at it like there's just such a sense of like community and creation and inspiration about those nights speaking of a sense of community and inspiration about a night um, as we mentioned at the top of the show you launched your EP um, Sunday night which would be last night from recording um, at the Roundy and as we mentioned mm-hmm. there throughout you know the venue was completely done up to kind of better reflect your artistic statement and mm-hmm. purpose uh, you had Rosie Lala along as well as others reading poetry and you know the attendance was fantastic mm. the vibe was wonderful mm. it was again a very yeah. excited, kind of supportive community and a lot of the people that you had worked with over the years were involved mm-hmm. in different capacities what went into I suppose conceptualising the gig as an experience and working with different people that you had worked with all along in different capacities how mm. important was you was it to you for that um it, I just, I kind of, I, I suppose I was quite nervous, so I wanted to make it as homely as possible. So I got um, a few people to bring like kind of colourful throws and nice comfy cushions and candles and stuff um, just to kind of set it up and set up the environment and kind of make it nice and, and cosy for people. Um, and yeah, so it was lovely. It was really nice. Like people brought loads of different things as you saw. So it was lovely. The Roundy has always been very, very supportive of Cork music over the years as long as I've been dealing with them and especially now with the addition of Plugged Records to mm. its uh, to, to its offering. The Roundy has also hosted Sling Slang on one or two occasions as well. Maybe kind of outline, as you see it, the importance of the Roundy to Cork Music and kind of what you've done over the mm. over the past while. Yeah, yeah, it's super important and uh, they kind of, they, they give you, not free reign, but you know, you can go up there and do whatever and uh, they're just supportive of whatever you want to do. So it was lovely... Um, I did the the repeal slam there, um, sling slang repeal slam, and uh, yeah, it's just such a nice space. Like it's lovely, um, and they have you know they give you a bartender for the night as well, and you can do whatever. So it was lovely. Supporting these kind of spaces is ever more important to the mm-hmm. development of Cork music. Uh, so it's a fitting place for you to have launched your yeah. EP there. We'll hear a track from the EP live a little bit later on, but first we'll go to some more tunes. You've got another frequent flyer at the Roundy with Happy Alone and Body Bags. Uh, yeah, they're brilliant. They're lovely lads and they're fantastic. So it's good to see that they're on the on the rise. Um, a band with which Cormac Daly is mm. working very closely with as well. And you can see the effect that he's had on them in terms of yeah. getting it together and getting out to people. Yeah, totally. Yeah, he's brilliant at it. Like, And you've got Speculative Fiction, Sean Murphy, featuring Joan and DK with Rattlesnake. And Speck was a regular at Sling Slang mm. on a number of occasions. Yeah, yeah, he did... Um he did one of the slots, and uh, his lyrics are just un- unbelievable. Like they're they're amazing. Um, so yeah, and he's a really lovely guy as well. So it's great. It's such an odd contrast between like the doomsayer stuff that he has, and we've had yeah. him on the show before, and then just the lovely, personable yeah. individual that he is. Yeah, we we'll go straight into it. So this is Happy Alone with Body Bags. Yeah, blood is thicker than 
Should have dropped the blood right havoc. Grey matter is frail and bad jacks. Stow and a cork in the rough Atlantic. Head thumps like a thunder cracking. Fed up with the skull, I'm trapped. Need to get out. Should have bunk a taxi. Can't scoot off with the flux get past her. Self load and puppet master. Tugging our strings to his own disaster. Marionettes are left tangled. I'd be better off as a lonely dancer in a slump, even though I can't understand it. Anxious panic like lungs are collapsing. I just want to quit and chalk my angers to the wind. Till the cyclone passes. The mind is a region designed to sow season. So you'd wanna stay mindful of the harvest you're reaping, tarnishing achievements. The arsenal's depleted. Courage up and leaves you like the girl from Ipanema. From the incubator to the fibrillator. Every filthy crater's on the brink of failure. You can tip the scale till it's in your favor. Are you fit to play? Is it in your nature? Will you wilt away and let the illness take you? There is no false destiny. There's just choice, essentially. Joe in the clouds looking down on me Bout to put that crown on me April Fool's there for you Deja vu rappers acting tough You fall like autumn leaves Should've turned the new page It's easy living for them briefcase Politicians with easy pickings It's the politics of the spot that you live in Not the doll Give a fuck about the tea shot the shadiness on the sunny side of the street It's the money I believe in Too preoccupied for happiness Gotta pull my weight It's a good I'm skinny though, got a full plate Cause this rap shit's not attractive or practical to my family A fantasy is what they see in fairy tales and fallacies When all is said and done, they all talked and got nothing done When all is said and done Should've turned the new page When all is said and done When all is said and done Speculative Fiction and Joan and DK with Rattlesnake here on Red on Red. Before we wrap up for the week, Cara, your EP is now finally out Mm. there. Where will we be able to get it from? So it'll be available on Bandcamp and the physical um, booklets and CDs. I will be sold in Records and Relics um, and possibly other places too. <laughs> be able to check it out. Yeah. Uh, is it going to be up on any streaming services or is this going to be a physical and is this going to be like a purchase exclusive more I, so than the streaming I don't exclusive? know. I think for a while anyway I might just do it as purchase kind of thing but I'll yeah. probably put it up eventually. Like, Kind of what's the importance of the value of a physical 
collection mm-hmm. of work to you and to kind of have your art kind of presented that way. Obviously, yeah. it's hugely important in terms of like putting together a booklet mm. and so forth. But in terms of the presentation of a cogent work and in terms yeah. of how you want to get your stuff ahead, mm-hmm. like was it a conscious decision to keep your stuff f- strictly physical? Um, yeah, I, I just really just wanted to have that physical thing with, with all the artworks that my, my friend has done. Like on, on the CD cover, my friend uh, Kira Parsons, she she painted the... Um, trees so I just wanted to it's it's kind of as important as the music almost so I just wanted to have that as a, a thing also I think it's kind of a I like the idea that people might have it in their cars or something like that and you know just be able to see <laughs> we'll be able to hear a little bit of the EP right now because you're going to perform in studio for us you're going to be playing a tune from the EP called mm-hmm. To The Sea yep. maybe bring us a little bit into the process of how it was written and what inspired it um, so I have no idea what inspired it. It's kind of, if by making songs, they usually just come out of me. I don't know where, yeah. I don't know where they come from. Um, and yeah, I have a music video coming out for it, hopefully in a few weeks. Um, my friend Groad uh, Conlon, he did the music video for it. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how, how it comes out. Unreal. Well, we'll hear it in just a few moments live in studio. That's all from this week's episode of Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast from redfm.ie. Thank you very much to Cara Kirsch for joining us in studio. Cheers, thanks. It's great to be here. And congratulations on the release of your new EP, available from Record Shops in Cork City over the coming days. Thank you very much for listening. And if you like what you're hearing, please take the time to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, as well as Google Podcasts and other podcasting platforms. Please share this on your social media. Make sure to check out the artists featured online or at an upcoming gig. And if you'd like more Irish tunes, please be sure to listen into Green on Red on Sunday nights with Alan O'Donovan for the best of all that is Irish on Cork's Red FM. 104 to 106. This is Cara Kirsch with To The Sea live in Studio 4 at Red FM. This has been Red on Red and we'll talk to you next week. To
Perfect. Red on Red.